0: Welcome to episode 96, Embrace Self-Care for a Healthier You. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I am your host and the founder of Real World Nutrition, Shelly Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. And today, we're going to digress a little bit from the full nutrition aspect and talk a little bit more about overall wellness and the power of self-care for a healthier you. So I'm going to address what is self-care, the importance of overall wellness, and some practical tips to make it part of your regular routine. August is National Wellness Month, and I want to encourage you to prioritize yourself and embrace self care today. So let's get going on this. Life is an apparent nonstop roller coaster, isn't it? With work, responsibilities, and demands constantly pulling us in different directions. Even taking a vacation, it seems like there's an endless to do list before we can go on vacation. And I just want to mention this. We really want to see if we can take care of ourselves and not have this overwhelm all the time, or at least it feels like overwhelm. I know I feel it a lot and other people tell me they feel that. So in this environment of overwhelm or multiple responsibilities, it's easy to forget that one essential essential aspect, ourselves. And this concept called self-care encourages us to put ourselves first and prioritize our well-being. So as we celebrate National Wellness Month, which is in August, but I encourage people to do this year-round, there's no better time to address this topic. Understand what it is and how it can help our overall health and happiness. So, what is self care? Well, self care is the intentional practice of nurturing our mental, emotional, and physical well being. So, it's a conscious effort to ensure that we don't neglect our own needs while attending to the needs of others and other aspects of our lives. And contrary to popular belief, there's a lot of people who use this term that self care is selfish. When self-care is not selfish, it's vital for leading a fulfilling and balanced life. So what are some of these things that, the, that make self-care for our health and wellness so important? Well, number one, it can help with reducing stress. Chronic stress can have a devastating effect on our physical and mental health. And self care activities can help us unwind, relax, and alleviate stress, fostering a healthier mind and body. Number two, boosting mental health. Taking care of our emotional and psychological well being is essential. And self care practices such as meditation, journaling, or spending time in nature can profoundly impact our mental health, reducing anxiety and signs of depression number three enhancing physical health regular exercise proper nutrition and enough rest are all crucial aspects of self-care that contribute to physical health increased or that contribute to improved physical health i should say increased energy levels and a more robust immune system number four building resilience. Self-care can help us build emotional resilience. And this is going to help us cope better with life's challenges and help us bounce back from setbacks. And number five, strengthening relationships. When we care for ourselves, we become more present and available for those in our life that we love. Balanced and happy individual can contribute more positively to our relationships there. So, what are some examples of self care activities? I automatically think of getting a massage, but that's not for everyone, and I get it. And not everybody has the time or resources to get a massage. So I will go through a list of several things and acknowledge that not all of these may be your thing, but there's probably something in here that you would love to do. And of these ideas, you don't need to do them all. Don't do something you hate. But if something and if something doesn't jump out at you, maybe try something for a week, then try something else if it doesn't work for you. So for example, I have a lot of challenges with meditation, so I often give it up. I don't even bother because my mind will wander of the endless to-do list, it seems. It seems like it's an endless to-do list. So I find I'm just more thinking of what I should be doing rather than being in meditation. That's me. So acknowledging that's probably not my strongest suit, I still want to try it, but some of these other things might be better. So let me go through some of these lists of self-care activities, or this list of self-care activities, and think about what might work for you. So I'll start with mindful meditation. Even spending a few minutes each day in meditation, focus on your breath and letting go of stress. Another idea is journaling. Write down your thoughts, feelings, and reflections to gain insight, into your emotional experiences or your emotions and experiences. This one, this next one happens to be my favorite, but again, it's not for everyone, but physical exercise or movement. So engage in activities you enjoy. So whether it's going for a run or even a walk, doing yoga, dancing, or playing a sport. Pamper yourself. This could be treating yourself to a relaxing bath, a facial, or massage, but show your body some love and care. This one, this next one, I think, is probably the most challenging for a lot of people is unplugging from technology. So take regular breaks from your screen and immerse yourself in the real world. I find myself constantly multitasking. If I'm listening to a podcast and while I'm knitting or listening to music or some other audio medium while I'm doing something else, but maybe disconnecting from that and just focusing on one task. Spending time in nature. doesn't have to be something wild, but just going and walking in a park, hiking, or even stargazing. Now, make self-care a regular schedule. So keep it as part of, part of your routine, something you do regularly. These benefits of self-care are undeniable, and incorporating them into our routine can be challenging. But here are some ideas to help you embrace self-care and make it a regular part of your life. So first thing, start small. Begin with simple, manageable self-care activities that don't feel overwhelming. That could be doing five minutes or a few minutes or 10 minutes of journaling. Gradually build on these practices as they become more ingrained in your routine. Be kind to yourself. Remember that self-care is not about perfection. So be gentle with yourself and don't judge yourself for missing a day or not doing it right. Going back to the challenge I have with meditation, people just tell me, You just need to bring your mind back to what you're doing in that moment. And there's nothing wrong with you digressing. I just personally find it frustrating. Here's here's something that's important for making self-care a regular part of your schedule is to schedule it. Treat self-care like any other appointment in your calendar and set aside specific times for self-care and honor those appointments. I've said it in the past, you would never no-show for a lunch with a friend, never no-show on purpose. You would never no-show for an appointment, at least I hope you wouldn't, but we do a no-show all the time for ourselves, so even if we schedule something in our calendar, we'll do a no-show a lot, so just keep that part in mind. If you schedule it, hold that appointment, and don't cancel at the last minute or say something more important came up, unless it truly is is an emergency. In self-care, if you have a lot of responsibilities or responsibilities with family, then get them involved. It could be something that you do together, something like even as simple as going bowling. So self-care can be enjoyable when shared. You don't have to do it solo. So do those activities with friends or family. And talk to them about your self care journey. That could be working out with a friend or even having lunch or coffee with a friend just because. And celebrate progress. Acknowledge and celebrate the positive changes you experience due to self care and celebrate each step forward, no matter how small. Now, here's an important aspect counter arguments. We've got many reasons, and many excuses for not having self-care. And let's think about it. Does it really hold up? Let's see this. Here's a few of those counter arguments. I don't have time. Okay, a lot of us leave busy lives and finding time for self-care can feel like a challenge. However, making time for self-care doesn't have to be time consuming. So going back to my massage I love those, and I haven't had one in quite a while because it's often a two-hour process. The massage an hour, but going over there, scheduling an appointment, the relaxation afterwards, do I need to be there? Sometimes I get stressed during the massage if I have an appointment afterwards. So I just acknowledge that it doesn't always fit into our schedule if it's a large chunk of time, but even a few minutes of deep breathing or short walk can make a difference. I have dogs. Anybody who knows me knows about the dogs. And there is a non-negotiation of a walk every single morning. So we do about a 30 minute walk every single day, unless it's raining. They don't like the rain. I would do it in the rain. But even something like that is part of a routine. Here's another counter argument. I feel guilty taking time for myself. This is a familiar feeling, especially if you're a caregiver for children, parents, anybody, and we have a busy schedule. But again, remember taking care of yourself. This isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. And prioritizing your self-care helps you be better equipped to help others. And then let's loop back around to one of the things I said at the beginning. Self-care is selfish. It is not. It is crucial to differentiate between selfishness and self-care. Prioritizing self-care enables you to show up as the best version of yourself for others. It's about finding balance and not neglecting responsibilities. And if someone accuses you of this, saying, oh, you're being selfish, push back. You are not. Embracing self-care empowers you to take charge of your health and happiness, and by understanding the importance of self-care and integrating it into your routine, you can build resilience, reduce stress, and foster a greater sense of well-being. Remember, it's okay to stumble along the way. It doesn't need to be perfect. The key is keep moving forward with kindness, empathy, and determination. I encourage you to celebrate National Wellness Month and commit to prioritizing yourself and embracing the power of self-care for a happier and more fulfilling life. And that is this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. However, I have something I would like to share with you. I have some exciting news coming up and I want to share with you what it is. And it's related to one of those things that a lot of people tell me they have is the daily struggle of meal planning. What is for dinner? Do you wish there was a simple way to save time and still enjoy eating at home or having a healthy, nutritious meal made at home? So I am working on a new course the Real World Meal Planning Course, which is an online course that's designed to equip you with the knowledge, strategies, and confidence you need to master meal planning and take control of your kitchen like never before. So really, this is an investment of your time to help you save time in the long run and make meal planning easier. So this is saying goodbye to last minute dinner dilemmas unhealthy takeout options, and creating meals at home. And it doesn't have to be that you're a big skilled, not a big, a skilled chef or have a lot of equipment in the kitchen. It's being able to know what you're having for dinner tonight, whether it's eight o'clock in the morning or knowing what you're going to have for dinner next week because you have it planned out. Now meal planning and meal prepping, not the same thing, but I will address that in the course. And then this is not a meal plan where I'm going to give you the recipes, but tell you how to make a plan that works for you. So I am giving you this teaser and I know that a lot of people are asking me more questions about this. So what I'm going to share with you right now is to stay tuned to this podcast as I bring more details and its benefits and how you can be part of the early enrollment and let you know that it's opening up or I should say the pre-sale is opening up August 14th. The course is being launched in October but those who enroll earlier are part of the pre-sale will get it at a better lower price. So if you want to learn more as I said, Stay tuned to this podcast, and I'll be bringing you more information. Or you can head on over to my website, ShellyRael.com, and subscribe to the weekly newsletter, and you'll get first notification there. You can also go to my social handles at Shell or look for me under the Real World Nutrition Facebook group. And that's where I'll have the announcements there. So That is it for this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. You take care, keep your wellness in mind for National Wellness Month and beyond, and I will see you or talk to you in the next episode. Take care and bye for now.